Welcome to the 317 Experience, the official podcast of The Exchange. Our goal is to introduce you to a new member every week by sharing their passion and experiences in three key points, one voice, and in seven minutes or less. This is the 317 Experience. Thanks for joining us. Welcome to the 317 Experience. Today we have a special guest with us, former Indianapolis Colts player and now CEO of the Stack Pickle and public speaker, Gary Brackett. Thanks for hosting today, Gary. No problem. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. So typically one of our young professional members hosts our weekly podcast, but once a month we'll be switching it up to showcase one of our partners or black business owners. So let's jump right in. Okay, Gary, since we don't really know each other, let's do a quick game to break the ice and show our listeners how quick you are on your feet. The game is called Think Quick. I'm going to ask you three random questions and you answer in rapid style. Are you ready? Yes, I am. Okay, what was the last movie you saw in the theater? It's easy, I like it. Okay, you're in the kitchen looking for a snack. Do you grab something sweet or savory? Uh, I'm a crackers or cheese, so I think that's savory. Yeah. Okay, who was your favorite football team to beat when you played for the Colts? Oh, that's easy. Has to be the Patriots. Yay, awesome. So that was mine too. (laughs) So now that we're all BFFs, let's pivot to your business life. So how did you get into franchising and is it drastically different from your football life or are there any similarities? Yeah. So the restaurant industry is something that, um, I was introduced to, um, as my first job in high school, I was 16, I was working as a dish boy. And I just always was interested in the intricacies of the restaurant industries. And, you know, and I've always felt like it's the ultimate team sport. Um, so after my NFL was, career was over with the Indianapolis Colts, I played nine seasons. Uh, I wanted to try to figure out a way to monetize my brand. And I got into the Stack Pickle um, when we only had two locations. And I helped grow it to six locations. Um, at the same time, I deviated from the plan and opened up a Georgia Reese's concept, which is my own original concept. And what I realized after about a year and a half of really struggling um, that is extremely tough to have a startup business. And I saw through the franchising lens how much easier it is just with the historical data, the processes and systems that are in place. It's much easier to scale a brand that already has success versus creating another brand. So that's what I really went after the franchising angle and in regards of the differences and similarities to football. Um, the difference of just being an entrepreneur, period, is, you know, in football, win, lose, or draw, I was getting a check come Tuesday. <laughs> so no matter what, right, I was going to have this envelope in my locker. Um, in the entrepreneur world, you know, you can make some mistakes. And unfortunately, I've made something that cost me. Um, but now I have wisdom from that. And I think um, I've always thought of myself as wanting to be a coach of the NFL team. And now I just think I'm a coach of the Stack Pickle brand and, you know, managing through my general managers and the rest of my team to execute our game plan. So that's kind of the differences and similarities. I love those transferable skills. And us at the exchange love the Stack Pickle. We go there every month after our monthly meeting. 
Yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, I heard you guys go there. That's awesome. <laughs> so the exchange brings people under 40 together to help our community thrive. Do you have some advice for our young professionals listening who are looking to grow or perhaps in a pivotal moment in their career? Yes, I do. I think one of the interesting things that I've realized, you know, having been through a transition myself, is that um, we have to unlearn some things. <laughs> and one of the main things we need to unlearn is this idea that fair, failure is a bad thing. And as a kid, we've always been told that you don't want to fail. Um, and we've always avoided it like the plague. But when you get older, a lot of times, you know, I see people that are in jobs that are unfulfilling just because they don't want to go to school for X amount of years, get a degree, or either be a doctor, an MBA, a law degree, and then figure out they hate their job. So instead of in their mind failing, they stick with it and just, you know, live a miserable life. And I think that's unfortunate. And in my mind, I realized that failure wasn't the opposite of success. It's a part of success. Mm. So I had to make some decisions that, you know, failing isn't always easy. But sometimes it's much easier than fail and get over something than it is to, you know, hide you know, and and live an unfulfilled life just because you're afraid afraid of of the public backlash, and I think that fear sometimes cripples us. And it's amazing when you no longer have that fear how free you become when you just look at failure as like, hey, I tried to give my best, I learned some valuable lessons, and I'm right up I'm I'm right up at the next to back. So I really think overcoming that feel of failure and looking at it as a stepping stone to success rather than something that you should avoid. It's something that I think transitioning and, and a pivotal point in your life, I think that's a major key um, just because some of us are f- afraid to make that leap, that jump, because, you know, right now, social media, you know, it, it could be very, you know, um, visual, right? The whole world is watching you almost. Um, oh, yeah. So I think there, there's some steps that we could take to kind of protect us from failing, but I still think there's nothing wrong with failing if you give it your best effort. Um, and I wouldn't let that deter you from trying your next thing. Boy, there's so much truth in that. So I can't let you go without asking our famous question, and that's about our pillars. And as a reminder, our five Urban League pillars are education, health, civic engagement, civil rights, racial justice, and economic empowerment. Out of those five, what's your favorite pillar and why? Do you apply any of those to your community? Yeah, it's amazing. I've I've reviewed the list and a lot of them strike out to me. I think especially uh, economic empowerment. And before I was all about, you know, we need a seat at the table. So economic empowerment is important. Um, Then I kind of switched as I got older, like no health. You know, um, the biggest wealth is your health. Like who who cares that you're the richest guy in the graveyard? Um, (laughs) But then what I really um, figured out through it all, I think is education. And I think having a love affair with education and realizing that the person that you want to become is going to be based off the books that you read and the conferences that you go to and the mentors that you seek after. And I think that educational piece is really the foundation for economic empowerment and also health because now you know better. And so many of us get in a situation where we have a degree, we've learned, and we haven't read a book in the last two, three, four years. Uh, we haven't went to a conference and we haven't stretched ourselves 
And I really think what what's the difference? And I've been in a lot of tables now. Except um, with very successful people, and they all um, they don't brag about their cars, their watches. What they brag about is the last book that they read and what they learned from it. So I think that right there shows me that there's so much knowledge and information um, that's present in books and in seminars. It's just something that you have to obtain to do. Because for me, I want to live a great, fulfilled life in every area. In order to do that, I'm going to have to unthink some things, unlearn. We talked about that. But then also learn some things that I can use in my tool belt that I can continue to be successful. That's fantastic. So you heard it right here from Gary that failure is a part of the journey for success and continue to learn and strive. Thanks for dropping those gems on us today. Oh, you're welcome.